winners never quit and quitters never win. This was something that I heard so many times growing up. It's something that I heard so much that it actually became ingrained in me. And as a parent now, or when I'm even coaching other people, sometimes I open my mouth and I hear those words come out. And I think it's a really big part of being a young person in culture. One of our one of the idols from my generation, Michael Jordan, once said, if you quit once, it becomes a habit. Never quit. And as a young person, I just took that in and believed it because one of our heroes was saying it. Now, as an adult, I've kind of started to go back and look at these emphatic statements that left no room for the gray. And I really start to analyze that. And usually when things are so one-sided, it causes me to question them now. And in the business world, we talk about sunk costs. And that's a cost that has already been incurred and can't be recovered. What is that? So how does that imply here, right? How does that go forward? And we talk about the sunk cost fallacy, which is a psychological barrier that ties people to unsuccessful endeavors simply because they've committed resources to it in the past. What about the saying, don't throw good money after bad? How do we rectify all this stuff? And how does this stuff work together? And what are the benefits of letting go of things that no longer serve us? Can walking away be a sign of strength? Maybe quitting is sometimes the harder thing to do than sticking with something. So how do you know when to walk away? And how do you get that timing right? Welcome to the Overly Human Podcast, where we discuss all things human in the workplace. Because it's not just business, it's personal too. Hey, Tracy, how are you? Good. Thank you. Yes. How how are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. (laughs) This is a big, big topic um, because, you know, especially because we know we talk to a lot of entrepreneurs and a lot of business owners, but also just a lot of people navigating their ideas, their projects, their careers. And, you know, there's been a lot of discussion especially recently about quitting. And, um, you know, there's a lot of people in the news too that are making some bold decisions. Um, And, you know, it's interesting because even thinking about, you know, the Michael Jordan quote and um, when I was listening to kind of your intro, I was thinking, you know, semantics are everything, but there is something about perseverance versus quitting that is interesting you know we mm-hmm. we do you know as leaders want to persevere and we want to build an environment where people who work with us and for us can also persevere but there's moments in our life very very personal moments where you know we feel restless or unsatisfied or some sort of angst that we have to examine is it time for me to let this go? Is it time for me to move on? Is it time for me to quit? And those are really hard decisions because of everything you said about, you know, society's, you know, constructs around is quitting failure, is stopping failure, is moving on failure. 
Um, and then on the other side of it, we have people who quit too much, right? We have mm. people who make knee-jerk reactions and say, you know, you're not serving me or this place isn't making me happy and I'm out of here. And so there's, no. you know, two sides of the spectrum. And I think, you know, what's what's super interesting, it's really been hard for me to to get out of my head this past week, is the Prime Minister of New Zealand, Jacinda Ardern, you know, put in her resignation. And it was shocking, right? Because she was actually very admired, very, you know, young, eager. Um, and I think, you know, I was reading some of her quotes and, and the, you know, the end of one of her quotes said, you know, sometimes you just know when it's time and it's time. And quitting on time to us can feel too early. And that's yeah. usually a sign, like if all things line up, that when when it's right, when it's time to leave and, and you know it's the right decision, it's going to feel like it's too early to everybody yeah. around you and to yourself. And I think that's exactly right, because by the time you realize that the opportunity is passed for the perfect time, it's over. Right. It's already too late. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, you know, like we see that over and over and over again, uh, you know, especially in like the sports world, mm -hmm. right? Where like that timing of that retirement, because the old saying goes in the sports world, either you retire from the game or the game will retire you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like we have so few examples of the greats stepping off the wave at the right time, mm. timing it just well. We have, we can name dozens and dozens of, famous athletes over the last dozen years that have mistimed that and stayed too long. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, there's a little bit of personal decision in there and finality in that kind of world. But, you know, that timing is so hard to get right. Right. And there's danger around it. There's danger to waiting too long, right? Danger to your reputation, danger to not leaving well because you get so disgruntled, danger to your health, to your well-being, to your family life, to your stress level. But there's also danger to leaving too soon, right? It's that always thinking the grass is greener on the other side, losing opportunity because you're impatient, not learning and growing and developing because you keep moving to a new environment and you're not being challenged, you're not getting consistent feedback. So I think the, the trick here is, is that you have to go through the steps and motions in the, you know, right order and in the right way to examine whether it's time. Is it time? Mm. Do I need to give this more time? Is it time for me to move on? And, you know, that only comes with kind of taking stock and really, you know, asking yourself the right questions. Hi, Overly Human friends, it's Tracy. And if you haven't heard, I wrote a book. It's called, What If There's More? Finding Significance Beyond Success. And it's out right now. If you're thinking about a career pivot, following your dream, or just falling back in love with what you do, I think this book is for you. And if you like it, please go and leave me a review. Happy reading. Yeah, I think it comes asking yourself the right questions. And then reevaluating, you know, what you, where you're going, right? Mm -hmm. Where your vision's taking you, and actually asking yourself, and 
does yesterday's vision and direction still where I'm headed today? Yeah. And I think that's one of the biggest questions to answer there because like, it's really easy to get caught up in the destination. And one of the things that I know we've talked about a lot here is your in-state, your desired vision for where you want to go is merely a bearing for where you're headed. And of course, if that bearing direction changes significantly, sometimes you have to change your actions because you're no longer headed in the right direction. (laughs) And that's a really good signal that, hey, maybe something has to change. Maybe all this time I put in here, it's not wasted, but it's done. It has no bearing on where I should go next. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, the path to where you want to go, the picture of where you want to go should include all areas of your life so that you can stay centered. And you know if you have painted a vivid picture of where you want to go and you get off track because you're letting other things, you know, direct you, then you're not going to realize that that picture that you painted for yourself. So, you know, when I go through this with clients, you know, I have them look at all areas of their life today and then paint the picture of how they want all those areas to look in the future. So then what has to happen in between, right? Mm. And so, um, you know, it's all about priorities and what's important. And I think if, you know, we started out talking about how sometimes quitting, you can feel like a failure, right? And, you know, sometimes staying, you can feel like a failure too. So, I think, you know, I I think about my own experience of leaving, you know, at the top of my career, you know, this is why I think Jacinda's, you know, decision really hit me hard because it took me back to that place where everybody was telling me I was crazy and everybody was in shock and people weren't happy. And it made me feel like, you know, I started doubting myself and then I felt like, am I Am I just cashing out it? Is there some sort of failure element to the decision that I'm making? But then I had to look at my life as a whole and realize that if I kept pushing the way I was pushing, I was kind of failing myself, you know, and I was failing my kids and I was failing, you know, the that vision I had painted for myself. And I think if we could put our identity in the right place, you know, and who we are, and, um, you know, the, what our unique purpose is and hold on to that, then when we have to let go, even if we know something's failing, you know, if a project's failing as an entrepreneur or, you know, our company's not doing well and, and it, it seems like it's time to move on. If we've put our, you know, identity in the right thing and we've painted a picture that's fuller than just our job or our company, our title, then we are able to pivot. We're able to leave on time because we can say, this is just one thing in my life. I've done it to the best of my ability. And now it's time to move on to something else and try something else and take a leap of faith, you know? So um, you're right. You have to look into the future in order to know if you're making the right decision on quitting and if it's time to move on. Yeah. And that's not easy. Like, <laughs> that's way, way easier said than done. Yeah. Right. Like I, you, 
you've talked about your story quite a bit, knowing when to do that and feeling, you know, now in hindsight that it was the right thing, the right time and all of that. Um, but, you know, it's not easy. And knowing those things are going to work out as you walk into it <laughs> are not a sure thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. And that's why, you know, pursuing wisdom and mentors and authentic friendships, people that are going to tell you the truth. And, you know, because people all around you are, you know, gonna just agree with you or gonna say, you know, oh, yeah, you're, you're unhappy, just go, you know, or they're just going to pacify you, um, you know, because that's what they think you want to hear. But you have to have some people in your life that you can go to that are like, you know, questioning you and pushing you and saying, are you sure? Or what about this? You know, reframing the situation for you so that you, you know, can not make this decision in a vacuum. So, you know, it's a little bit twofold. Yes. You know, you have to look internally, you have to weigh this up against who you are and what you want. But then you want to, you know, kind of go to those people that you trust. And this is why, you know, I think the whole quiet quitting thing bugged me so much is because I, I just couldn't believe how people are not communicating with each other, you know, like yeah. even, even people, you know, being able to go to their bosses or to their supervisor and say, I feel restless, I feel unsatisfied, you know, can you help me through this? Um, you know, because it's, it's, uh, it's really, really, a tricky situation to kind of decide. And, and as we talked about the danger of leaving too soon, there are so many people that are like, you know, Oh, I, you know, my company's not serving me, you know, I'm just frustrated. And, and, you know, why, you know, they don't say anything. They just sit in their frustration and then they leave thinking the grass is greener on the other side and they get to their new company. And guess what? It's exactly the same. Why? Because the problem's them. (laughs) You know, (laughs) the problem's not their company, it's them. And so we have to have people in our lives. We have to have honesty in our lives to say, okay, I'm not feeling like this thing is right. Is it me? Is it somebody else? Is it changeable? Can I fix a relationship with my boss? Can I fix the relationship with my coworker? Can I go and ask for a new role? Can I ask to be challenged in a different way? Can I fight for a different workload? You know, whatever it is before you walk away, because it's always better to stay when you're unhappy in a job um, if you can fix it, because you want to, you want some longevity so you can learn and grow. And now if all of those things can't be changed and you've done the hard work and you've had the conversation and you know, you realize that you've either outgrown the company or outgrown the role or you know, you're in a toxic environment and doesn't match your core values, then yes, make the decision. But what we're talking about here is you've got to do the work to figure out if it's right or wrong, if it's time or not. And one of the things you said, which I don't think, which I think can't be stressed enough is the whole idea of looking at your entire life, all the aspects, all of the different things, because they're not individual buckets that don't leak into each other. And you have to do the hard work on each of those to know where that uh, unrest and dissatisfaction is coming from. Because so often what I've seen and even felt in some cases was where 
you know, dissatisfaction or unhappiness from one section of my life leaks into the thing that's seemingly the easiest to change. Mm. And that's not the source of it. And if you make a change there, the things that was causing you the dissatisfaction go with you yeah. because you haven't addressed it. Yeah. So it's almost like an easy out, right? Like, oh, I can do this and I, I'll just, the grass will be greener. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the things that we talk about a lot is the grass is greener where you water it. Yeah. Right? It's not <laughs> on the other side. It's where you take care of yeah. it. And how can we do that work and take care of the whole human, us in this particular case, so that... You know, if it's time to walk away, that we're walking into something that is sustainable, is better, and we're not taking baggage with us from something that didn't belong in the first place. Well, it's that time again where we thank our sponsor, the Bureau of Digital, a community of digital makers that all get together and share and support each other. And today we have a special treat, Carl. The head of the Bureau is here with us. Hey, Carl. Hey, everybody. Thank you for having me be on the show. You know, we don't sponsor any other podcasts. And when I listened to what y'all were doing, I was like, we need to support them. We need to find a way that we can help. So I was like, ah, we'll be a sponsor. Yeah, we really do appreciate it. And if you have any questions, check out BureauofDigital.com. The 2023 event schedule is up and live. And a big change for this year is if you join and become a member, all of the online events are included. And there's some really good ones. You don't want to miss out. So don't wait. Visit BureauofDigital.com. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, um, it's, it's amazing when we think about entrepreneurs and business owners and that whole philosophy of like it to quit is to fail to quit is to lose, you know? And I've coached so many owners and entrepreneurs where you're right. What they, like the endless pursuit, the holding on white knuckling it, trying to make it work, how that affects other aspects of their life, or even not trying to make it work, but just throwing their whole self into something with no boundaries because they just, you know, are obsessed and not taking stock of all the other areas of their life. And then they wake up and next thing you know, they're divorced or don't have a relationship with their teenage kids. And we know when they become teenagers, it's a little late if you haven't put the work in yet. Mm. Um, and so there is this danger of, of really being fearful of quitting being fearful of letting go, being fearful of setting boundaries around things um, that, you know, entrepreneurs can can easily fall into that. You know, we want our idea to win. We want, you know, and you see this with business partners, you know, and founders. Sometimes it's time for the founder to move on, right? Because they just, they've scaled the company to this great place, but they don't have the skill set, desire, um, you know, any more to take it to the next level. They you can are you can see in their eyes they've already are thinking about three other, you know, places to go and and um, you know, um, it's 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 you know it's really really an interesting um journey to watch people go on. It is, and I think I'll go so far to say that I think entrepreneurs and founders 
are even more susceptible to some of this stuff than everybody else is because of how much their creation becomes part of their identity. It yeah. becomes something they've done and they latch onto it and they're they're afraid to let it go because it's who they are. It's what they put their life into. And, you know, I don't know many people who have founded successful businesses that haven't had to almost leave a piece of themselves to do that because the, there is a giant cost. There is a time commitment. But one of the things that I tell everybody I talk to is, is let go of that. The most interesting thing about you isn't that you're a founder, yeah. isn't that you started this thing. Yeah. It's the pieces of you that led you to be able to do that, that you take with you. The experiences and wisdom that you go with after that case, that's what's interesting. That's the pieces you get to take with you. Don't ever discount that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's uh, it's really... Um, Identity is everything. I mean, and when you think about even Jacinda, you know, I keep coming back to her because if her identity was in that, in her title, which she's prime minister, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty hard not to put your identity in that. And this is what happens to so many politicians, like the accolades and the, you know, all of those things. Um, you know, it's really it really can become this tricky thing and you can't let go of it because you feel like your whole, the bottom's going to drop out of your identity and you're not going to know who you are and it's, you're going to feel naked. And those things are all true. If you put your identity in the wrong thing, if you put your identity in your company, if you put your identity in, you know, um, a title. Yeah. That's it, a scary place to put your identity. It is. And, you know, it's something I think we have to recognize both about ourselves and help other people see that we're talking to, <laughs> right? Yep. When they're helping them, you know, when they come to you, right? It's like, hey, how much of this is you? How much of this is what your idea of you is or what other people think you should do? Because let's, let's separate those things out. Not that they don't all have weight into the decision somewhat, but let's at least categorize them correctly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, wow. Big topics. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it is a big it's topic nuanced. and it's hard. Yeah, it's hard and it, it's, it's it's nuanced. But uh, if you ask yourself the right questions, you can you can get there. Yeah. I do the hard work. That's always it's being intentional about it, right? Yep. Like how many, how many times are we going to say those words about one of these topics? Being intentional about it. And you have to do the work to understand who you are, what you want, where you want to be. And then the rest of it kind of works itself out. Then it's just one step after another. Yep. Yep. So, all right. Well, that's a lot of talk about quitting. <laughs> Thanks, Tracy. Thank you. The Overly Human Podcast is brought to you by Navigate the Journey and Sparkbox. For more information on this podcast or to get in touch with Tracy or Rob, go to OverlyHuman.com. If you like what you've heard, subscribe and tell your friends to listen. Thanks.